All right, Marcus, then. have you deliberately set your mic up like Liam Gallagher? It looks yeah. like you were you were kind of feeling it out the for worry, the Gallagher. The worrying thing about that is he's not even realised he's done it. Because I haven't done it, that's why. <laughs> that's what you would think. My head's not at the right angle for it. Okay. <laughs> Which <laughs> you've clearly practiced. Your head's well, no, because I just know what it is. What is, the, what is the Liam Gallagher? It's a bit like saying, oh, well, you're doing the moonwalk now, Jim. No, because you're not. If you, think, if you thought you'd get away with it, it'd be like that the whole time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Wouldn't it? How many degrees? Actual mannequins in pretty green. What is the correct degree? A man who was cool for the last time in 1996. At least he was cool. It's at a fair one point. point. It's a fair point. Yeah, fair news. And I would say 97, actually. 97 is when B here now come yeah, out. Even a real come die out. hard can only stretch to 1997. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, August didn't not, come out on okay, the 1st of okay. January. July 97. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, B here now come out in August. It's, look, look at the time. Yeah. Come on. We can slag Oasis later. Okay. <laughs> Let's um, do it. <laughs> This episode of the Football Ramble is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is, of course, the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your ideas. Squarespace features an elegant interface, beautiful templates, and incredible 24-7 customer support. Try Squarespace at squarespace.com, as you'd imagine, and enter offer code RAMBLE at checkout to get 10% off. Squarespace, build it beautiful, my friends. Business. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, something like a phenomenon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's LL Marcus, and I've got Jim with me. Hey, uh, Luke's here. All right. And Big Pete's here. Mama said, knock me out. Damn right she did. <laughs> Come and over I, here, then. And so I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mark Hughes said recently that he was sacked uh, by QPR in 2012. No handshake, yeah, I would imagine. We know that. But, when <laughs> he, but he said after that sacking that he went to Sir Alex Ferguson for some advice, uh, which helped him to get back on track, thank goodness. Oh. And, and to be doing, fair, he's doing a pretty good job He's now. doing a fine yeah. job with, well, uh, with Stoke City. Bad timing after the result of the weekend, but overall... <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's true, that's yeah. true. Um, if you could turn to someone in the footballing arena for advice, who would it be... Jim, um, well, this is just general advice on on anything, right? Mm. Yeah. Well, well, okay. Well, one criticism the ramble has had, <laughs> pri- primarily from you've got the, the big choice there. Mm. Well, primarily from me Ooh. is that as a group of people, we don't solve enough crime. You only mm-hmm. have to look at any ITV drama; yep. it's easy. You don't yep. have to be a policeman. You just have to have an inexplicable amount of free time, and you just have to be able to look at the clues in the world around you, and you will be able to solve some crime. So, this is something I personally want to improve upon in my life. I'm sure all of you do as well. I'm sure everyone listening at home does as well. So, with that in mind, I would ask for advice on how to do this from Martin O'Neill, because yes. as we know, he is an amateur sleuth, isn't he? Loves yep. a bit of mm. murder, goes to, to murder trials and stuff tries to figure it all out himself he doesn't, he doesn't love scientific a bit of murder brain. You, you know what I mean <laughs> he loves a murder he enjoys the arena of murder he'd be very methodical mm. when it comes to solving your problems wouldn't he yeah he would yeah. I think that's what I need I, 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 I've <laughs> never I've never become embroiled in, in a murder case and I'm starting to wonder if it's me you know <laughs> I, 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 I once met a chap who um, he's, he was friends with Martin O'Neill's daughter and he was up there staying with the family, and Martin O'Neill gave him a lift back down. He lived in London, but I, I forget where they were based at the time. Maybe around Birmingham. It would, when midsummer. Was, mm. Yeah, midsummer. And uh, <laughs> he said he, he, he was a lovely, lovely fellow, Martin O'Neill, on the way back, and he was uh, 
he played him a Talking lot of Leonard, murder. No, he played him a lot of Leonard Cohen. Subscribe to those weird crime magazines and all that. And he uh, he played him a lot of Leonard Cohen in every song. He'd be like, I love this song, and he would sort of talk about the lyrics and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think he's quite meticulous. Leonard in Cohen his... is my mother's favourite artist. Yeah, my yeah, dad, and my mum and dad love Leonard Cohen as well. The so m- he's so he's got a peaceful side. The he Martin balances O'Neill the murder thing. out. The God, he's not doing the murder, <laughs> is he? <laughs> I hope not. He the does Martin... some sexy songs, doesn't he? Old Leonard Cohen. Maybe. The Martin O'Neill criminology thing because he studied criminology. University, but I don't think he ever graduated. But it came out in the don't press. Need to. It came out in the press because um, he was attending every day of the Fred and Rose West case, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, that's that because that was I think around Leicester where he was managing at the time. And I'm actually quite good friends with the daughter of the prosecuting barrister in that case. Ah. As a link, and then right. <laughs> so maybe you can help <laughs> Is me. Is there out? any knowledge you could? Secondly, and you, you are wearing a Fred West jumper as well. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, um, I, my house was burgled once, and I wasn't working at the time. And I did take it upon myself to become a bit of an amateur sleuth and try and find out what, what happened. Going to say you and got advice from you, Martin O'Neill? Culprits? No, I didn't. Well, no. exactly. We all need help. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So. Okay, Martin O'Neill there. Mm. Well, Jim Campbell there, talking mm. about Martin O'Neill there. Have you ever heard the Fred West tapes? They're actually quite interesting. No, I have Is this not. another Leonard Cohen album? Well, no, he goes... <laughs> <laughs> he sort of goes... He, he gets found out for, like, another crime because he goes... Um, what, like, well, that, that was my or? That was my third. No, fourth. No, uh, no, to second, second, <laughs> second. That was oh, definitely the last what? one. They go, you definitely Yikes. said fourth there, yeah. Fred. And he's going, yeah, oh well. What you've done there is you said four. <laughs> so do you sure you want to go to stick with two? Yeah. Notoriously higher than two, Fred. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shall we dig up, yeah? Yeah, mm. probably best, I. <laughs> not the most no- uh, worst notorious in that uh, equation, though, is it, Jim? Dennis no. Nielsen's house is up for sale as well. If you're talking about uh, murders. Luke, give us an answer. Uh, I'm going to go with Martin O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll... I'm going to go with. I was. It was a bit of a toss-up for me between three. All right. Uh, and I think I'll go with Roy Keane. Yes. I was possibly going to go with Phil Brown, and then I thought I'll go with Big Sam. Well, uh, hang on, but so these are three different, very but, different. Answers. No, but all for the same reason. Uh, a brave they're choice. All, they're all rambled touchstones. Yeah, they're for all, very because reasons. they all seem to know everything. Okay. And they're always right. So oh, right, I, okay. I'd like to. Roy Keane is always right. Yes. Okay. So if you read Roy Keane's uh, autobiography uh, that came out last year, he is always right. So I'd Needless like to, to say, yeah. So exa- it is like that. It is like that. <laughs> so, so I would like to just have him there every day. Just walk around. What should I have done better there, Roy? What, could, what, <laughs> what would you have done? That's if you were going on, what you're forgetting though is if you do fail at things, which you will, especially to his standards, there will be punishment. Yeah. Are you prepared for that? Will it make me a better person? But if it, you, no, it'll make you a broken man. If you were going to go on, person. if you were going to go on a quiz show, that he would be a great man to have. I would beat Roy Keane on, on a quiz show for sure. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. Is, this your, is this your latest prediction? I if, you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening, Roy. I will, I will put this, this out. I will not edit this bit out. General you're knowledge. in big trouble, mate. General you're in a world knowledge. of pain. My general knowledge, I reckon, is superior to Roy Keane's. And that's yeah. the, that may well be the only parameter I'm beating mm. him on anything, <laughs> but I would beat him on that. Mm. Yeah, Pete. He's an intellectual uh, magpie, as spelled as... Uh, I am, yeah. Uh, Peter. Um, uh, Thomas Brolin. Because I've never known a problem a human could have that could not be solved with a hoover. <laughs> he was a vacuum like, salesman, of course. It's just like, do you want a Hoover? Would be his, mm. you know, would be his first question, and he'd solve everything from spilt food stuffs to I don't know uh, like, sexual uh, proclivities, <laughs> and you know, it's like, like a House of Fools type <laughs> sitcom where at the end of each scene, Thomas um, Thomas Brolin just comes in with a Hoover. With a Hoover, anyone want a Hoover? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No thanks, Thomas. Round of applause. <laughs> let's do let's do lunch. Let's don't have a song. 
One of the <laughs> finest players to come from his, his country of birth. Mm. And he we reduced like, him to a, to a vacuum cell. He looks like well, he's, he's done that, hasn't he? May, may yeah, right, we're remembering him for that. May I point out that he is also rather fat. Yeah. 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 Oh. He's like a footballer. <laughs> like a, a, really big a football. human hoover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I've gone for... He's just bag changing. <laughs> I've gone for Faustino Aspria. Oh, I would go play to together. I would, yeah, of course. I, I, yeah, would, I would. They did, Jim, and uh, I'd go to him for women <laughs> advice. Because if anybody saw the photo he tweeted on Valentine's Day uh, with him uh, surrounded by four scantily clad women, um, the tweet just they said scantily clad. They were naked. Yeah. Weren't they? Mm. <laughs> no, no, there, there was a there was an out, there was a thread or two on right. them. Okay, um, he said, "Happy Valentine's Day." <laughs> I am sorry if you don't have a day like mine. <laughs> <laughs> like the fact weird, that you've it? said you'd go to Faustino Aspria for women advice I was more annoyed that they, um, that they clearly photoshopped both of the women to the right and the left of him's behinds uh, so they both had massive bums <laughs> so I was like, I was like I, I'm all right with you hanging around with scantily clad women, um, Tino, but I, I wish you wouldn't sort of propagate a, He's not an doing unfair body image for women. Yeah, it's fair enough. And That's, men. Attention to detail there, Donaldson, I appreciate I'm a, that. I'm a man who doesn't have a bum. That is true, actually. Mm. So, I wish yeah. I could Photoshop my keister. It's, like <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little boy's bum, your bum. Yeah, so, yeah. Why back, do you know my that? Back, my back sort of goes, legs start now, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're Just in the now. top of your legs. Yeah. There's no bum. Because yeah. all the excrement comes out his mouth. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, my that's God. right. You brought it down, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> Get in your bloody answer, you pig. Jim's got the points. Oh, oh Jim. Woo! <laughs> I don't, they feel sullied now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Let's have a live show plug. Oh, yes. Uh, good news, everyone. Uh, after the uh, release of our Best of UK shows, um, album, which is uh, Manchester, Edinburgh and London all stitched together. Um, we've now released in its entirety our live show in Oslo, which we did in Norway uh, last week. Mm. It's uh, available via the same avenues. Go to iTunes, look under albums under the Football Ramble. It's available for purchase for £1.99. If you want to do it through PayPal, if you're not an iTunes uh, customer, you can do that through our website. It's £1.79 through mm. PayPal via Send Owl. It's about one hour twenty. Lots of fun. You can hear um, a Ramble listener giving Pete Donaldson a jar of pickled fish in the middle of the show. Mm. And that I, I isn't hope. an audio feature. I do not know what is. <laughs> it's, um, uh, and I'd get it, if you were going to get it via iTunes, get it quick, because as soon as they notice that we're in the album charts beating Ed Sheeran, they're going to be like, well, they need to go. Because yeah. before. <laughs> You've probably interviewed Ed Sheeran, haven't you? Uh, Have a word yeah. with him. Well, Next time that happens, bring Ed. it up. He's yeah. not his We got to number five, isn't it? <laughs> Way above Sheeran. So. If there's like one thing in my time on earth, it's everything is Ed Sheeran's fault. Ah. <laughs> um, but anyway, thefootballramble.com and iTunes for that. To the FA Cup. Yes. yes. Bloody Bradford City. Mm. Uh, yeah. they I don't know Bantams. what happened because I couldn't watch it on television. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. They beat Sunderland 2 0. They're into the last eight for the first time in 39 years. Amazing. People were angry that they weren't on the telly box. I was one of them. B- the BBC um, said it was because, obviously, that. Uh, they're, they're incompetent. They're incompetent. <laughs> and their, their opponents hadn't been found out um, when the. When but the that's ridiculous. When isn't the choices it? were made when they were going uh, to go for which match. It, well, it well really they don't have replays then. I mean, yeah. surely th- this is a global game. I... But the thing is, I mean, it would have been... So they were basically thinking, oh, is it going to be Bradford v Fulham or Bradford versus Sunderland? And they went, presumably, well, the, the Aston Villa and Leicester, which is fair enough. What it comes down to, though, Marcus, because... what it comes down to is two points. One is Bradford Fulham would still be a really good cup tie. Two, um, Aston Villa and Leicester, it's the lowest scorers in the Premier League against the bottom of the Premier League. Both teams are total garbage 
and it's what it comes down to is the BBC's incessant desire mm. to play to, to treat any sort of FA Cup game that they can get as a Premier League game yeah. and actually show a Premier League game by any other name mm. because they're never going to get an opportunity to do that and, and and they talk about their pundits sit on that TV and talk about how the magic of the Cup's disappeared well you listen to five live coverage of football which is actually very good but the pundits on there will go oh the magic of the Cup this people don't treat it seriously well the BBC you fucking take it seriously then <laughs> yeah. and maybe the rest of us fucking will but I suppose they would argue that Aston Villa and Leicester have bigger fan bases. Yeah, yeah they but have. No, but but I, what's that got to do with it? What I would counter with is that Bradford are the story of the cup this season so far. Whatever happens, them beating Chelsea is absolutely massive. What they do next is is the the only story in this Correct. round, really. Yeah. So it's the it's the only thing that should be. They're known on. as they're known as giant killers anyway. They got to the League Cup final the other yeah. year. Mm. The, the, the situation is that you you can't. Get get any sort of magic or enthusiasm or groundswell about the FA Cup if you witness, as Jim said, a, a League One side smash the Premier League leaders, mm. and then the next round don't even put it on TV. <laughs> no, by the way, BT Sport aren't, aren't without, without blame, by the way, because they had an opportunity as well and they mm. didn't take it. So yeah, they did. But between those two, but at the same time, the BT Sport thing slightly different because BT Sport are a commercial company, mm. yeah. so they make decisions based on what's best for them commercially, which yeah. you sort of understand. The BBC are supposed to educate and inform and entertain, yeah, okay. and, yeah, and, yeah. They're, and they're not doing that. And the reason they're not doing that is not because of that lily-livered, mealy-mouthed excuse about the draw. It's because they wanted to show a Premier League game by any other name, whatever the cost. And it's, it was a poor decision. And one thing I would say for them, though, is they did front up on match day two on Sunday night and say, yeah. look, you know, we apologise, blah, blah. But it's still I, not good enough. It's I no excuse. Sorry, yeah. Absolutely no excuse. I felt sorry for Mark Chapman having to do that. It was uh, not his decision. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't his decision. But the, the thing is, that they, that was a big story before the game. It was a brilliant game, and it's a big story mm. now, and no one got to see it. Yeah. yeah. It? Martin Keogh made a good point on match of the day, though, which was that, you know, the fans were singing about it. John Stead obviously mentioned it in his post match interview, and it did seem to fire them up. I mean, obviously, they're going to be fired up anyway, yeah. you know, having beaten Chelsea in the last round um, but you know great let's hope that they're on yeah, TV the, the, the next time, round the only time we ever get, see a big uh, a big Premier League club against like a, a lower league club it's always Liverpool yeah. against somebody it's always yeah. Liverpool against like a, a, a conference side or something like that it was it was quite funny on the Five Live when um, they were interviewing I think obviously you couldn't see it cause it was on the radio but they went onto the pitch I think and they were interviewing the players Bradford players straight mm. afterwards in the background, you could hear the fans saying, "Are oh, you watching BBC?" Ah, <laughs> really? Like that, which is very funny. No, no, <laughs> yeah. we can't. Yeah. Yeah. The answer. Yeah. Uh, uh, but again, John Stead, yeah. what a, a genius in the box in the FA Cup. Has he scored in every Brilliant. round? He has. Yeah, yeah. fantastic finish. They I were mean, the better side. Yeah, they, like comfortably as well. Yeah. Something were very, very poor. Stead said that the, it was um, a more satisfying result in some ways because of the expectation after yeah. the Chelsea game. Yeah. They're at home, they're against a side who are much lesser than, than Chelsea in the Premier League. And it is funny, isn't it? Because, that, as, as he says, that expectation suddenly appears. Whereas against Chelsea, you're just in total dreamland. Mm. Uh, but they did a good professional job mm. against the side who are, who are two divisions above them. Mm. It, was quite, it was quite something. There's a lot of people Sunderland fans tweeting, Oh, Pardew still in the, in, the, uh, in the cup, and also Sunderland, ha-ha, fuck off, Geordie. So they're going, mm. yeah, at uh, five o'clock, it's Wait on a Saturday. Gone quiet. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> nobody's tweeting like the complete reverse after that. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> it's funny that you turn around a bit about Pardew, Pierce. I'm not, I'm not like mm. you, really. Yeah. But I, I don't generally bring him up. You usually bring him up. So I thought I, I'd get in there early, yeah. get a jab in. I could tell by your body language you're not annoyed. No. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, I'd only had, I was only standing up with my arms folded. Thank you. Fold your arms. <laughs> yeah. Take your foot off that little child's head. But it was it in. was it was interesting from from the um, the highlights. It did look like, and someone else brought this up. I forget who it was now, so forgive me. But 
It looked like the Sunderland players at the start of the game from the highlights were like, like affronted that Bradford were going in hard and not attacking them. The yeah, yeah. They were like, what are you doing? <laughs> and obviously the pitch was an absolute bog, which is Fletcher quite should have had a penalty. Oh, that was a ridiculous oh, yeah, yeah. decision. But yeah. wasn't he offside? No, he wasn't. On the replay, he wasn't. He was right. level. He was level. Okay, it was a close yeah. one. I mean, it's... Un- unquestionably a penalty he's just hacked him <laughs> what, do you expect? Away from behind. <laughs> what do you expect from the referee Kevin Nobody's Friend ah. who is the most incompetent official I, I, you know um, our mate Chris what Marcus yeah he will remain his surname will remain uh, anonymous yeah, 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 but yeah, our yeah. mate Chris he, he knows a bit or two about referees I won't go into details why right but he, he, trust he, he definitely he, does he always defends referees so I'll, I'll text him and say look you know yeah. that sounds like a shit ref and stuff mm. and I text him saying oh Kevin Friend dreadful ref worst ref in the top flight by a distance mm. he replied back say great fourth official <laughs> <laughs> should be a specialist fourth yeah <laughs> amazing video re- when video yeah. replays come in yeah. he'll be he's in the front of it I, I, was, I was thinking of him uh, the amount of times after a match he's gone he's come on and uh, to a burning house because he's left something on yeah. he's yeah. left the stove on I thought oh, meant that the God. fans have found out where he lives <laughs> that he's, was, he's delighted that that wasn't on TV uh, that was yeah, well, that, yeah exactly that was one of those nobody will see this that was one of those he, he rings up the BBC are you sure you've definitely got rights to show the highlights I don't know you have you better not show it just in case <laughs> but there was a, the decision with the penalty of course Steve, Stephen Fletcher wanted about 10 minutes to take a shot which didn't help but if you look at the replay the angle Kevin Friend's got is perfect he's about 10 yards away <laughs> there's no one blocking he's like I mean, what are you he, thinking he practically gets fouled himself it's so clear yeah it's, it's so bad <laughs> he's it gone that's so too obvious yeah so there's something that have yeah. to have happened here and that's right. taking the piss out of me <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love you say oh, you definitely showed the highlights but think back in the, back in the day of match of the day that some games you wouldn't have seen them Mm. Yeah, which should have been absolutely good. I can, I can actually remember in Scotland when Hibs beat somebody in the cup. I forget who it might have been. Wraith Rovers. I think they won about four nil. And uh, and Scottish football fans will know who I'm talking about when I mention the name Chico Charnley. A big chick Charnley had scored. He'd scored like quite a long range at the start of the season against Celtic, and he scored a goal reportedly from people that are in the stadium from about <laughs> 45 yards out. He lobbed the keeper, but there was no cameras at the game. Yeah. Oh. That's a that was a top flight club. That's what happened. You Ridiculous. Know, famously, um, Alan Hansen scored a goal where he ran from his own half. Did a one-two with someone and smashed it in the bottom corner. It was the greatest goal of his career, bar mm. none. And that was at Anfield, and there was no camera. My jo- John yeah, Beresford yeah. scored one, I think, um, and they were only focusing on one side of the pitch. He scored from his own halfway from the halfway line, oh, but he wasn't in shot. Oh no! So the ball just comes well, in. That could have been anyone, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was really upset yeah, about the, it. The thing is, though, with with Hanson, I'm presuming that was probably in the seventies. <laughs> then I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I'm not Whereas sure. That, this is in the nineties. Well, I've noticed. Yeah. It would have been eighties. It would have been eighties. I've noticed. Yeah. The, okay, okay. I've noticed the people who got against now don't go. Oh, we was we was robbed. They don't say that anymore because. Stats. They can't say it. Yeah, yeah that's it. Stats, proof. replays, yeah. proof. Oh, were you really? Well, I happen to have a heat map here. <laughs> <laughs> we, we was edged. Yeah. <laughs> we was edged. But, and of course, the greatest goal, goal that uh, nobody saw was the Robin Friday one. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, Reading. Yeah. yeah, indeed. But more on Reading later. Mm. Um, uh, Poyer's coming for some criticism uh, from the fans. Yeah. He blamed the media for this, basically <laughs> saying that you've been whipping it up. He's a moaner, Poyer. Yeah, he is I a bit I want to moaner. like Poyer, and I did used to like him, but now he's a, such a moaner. I, I totally agree with you. Sunderland, the Sunderland job does do that to people, though, doesn't it? Because they <laughs> tend to get stuck in a bit of mire with alarming regularity. Yeah. Happened to a lot of, like, O'Neill, probably, as well, I yeah. guess. Yeah, O'Neill started to unravel. King, I know yeah. he was fragile anyway. Decanio? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, maybe it's time He's to take a look at Sunderland. Think it's is it, yeah. it's not the it's managers. Like, it's the prism of the of the Sunderland uh, in this, locale. I Peter think. Reed's not a moaner. No. He's uh, a happy guy, lucky kind of guy. Oh, big time. Yeah. He's a swearer. Yeah. He is in a drinker. He's Premier, a drinker. Premier Premier <laughs> the drinking leads to the swearing. Yeah, um, He's gone from Premier Passions to Hotel Lobby Passions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> or, or if you Pete, the drinking leads to the text messages, doesn't it, Pete? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. yeah. Not a, not a weekend morning goes past when I wake up without a load of text messages from people. Like Quarter to, to five in the morning. I, yeah. like to, I like to keep everyone abreast of what I'm up to. Yeah. 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 Thanks um, for dragging me into that as well. A little Valentine's Day message for you all. With the, with the Poye thing, though, really, if he's going to moan about anything, he's got to pick his battles because you can't moan after you've lost. Well, this is in, it. In a, against a League One team in an yeah. FA Cup game yeah. where you were unquestionably outfought for 90 minutes. Absolutely. I mean, part yeah. of the, there's no excuse for that. Yeah. Well, it's the media. Yeah, but we part was part of the, it was your negative preview. Yeah, yeah. Part of the criticism was that the pitch was bad, and as we've said a billion times, Bradford had to play on it as well, mm. and they played really well. Exactly. They, they managed to string passes together. I do like the idea that if you're playing <laughs> a side that's better than you then you take to your pitch like a, yeah. a couple of days before you get the mm. flipping pickaxes out whatever you've got yeah. you hammer the crap out it's of your the pitch old, it's the old uh, Tony Pulis uh, allegedly he used to overwater the pitch or not water it depending and take in the sidelines um, oh yeah he did that yeah can. Wow. It, 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 that, 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 they're the dark well. I mean Barry Fry yeah mm. Barry Fry was always one Barry Fry used to uh, take a slash in the corner of each pitch didn't he no but that was because um, surely more symbolic no, someone said that no, no, that, was, that was to do with superstition that it was no, it was an Indian burial ground no, someone, or something. No, 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 no. Someone rung him up in like, the dead of night when they were in a really bad run, taking the piss out of him, saying, oh, well, I happen to know for a fact there was a curse put on this ground. That's the one, yeah. And he, so, and he said, the way you get rid of the curse, you've got to take a slash on each corner. Yeah, he apparently did he did it. Yeah, no, he did do it. Didn't work. Yeah, but he, he used to... Um, <laughs> yeah, shit players. Before the match. <laughs> <laughs> During the match. <laughs> Couldn't you, you get four of his strikers like, that he bought every season just to yeah. piss in the corner right the way through I love the match? That. There was a, I don't know if anyone's seen it, but there's a brilliant program on Sky One called Big Ron Manager where yeah, Rock's accent went there. It's like a troubleshooting type job, mm. and um, he was <laughs> how trying, ironic. Yeah, they were they were dreadful. <laughs> they, they were such a bad team. He's got his time. own problem, didn't he? Yeah, the only player they had of any note, I think, at the time was Sean St. Ledger. He went on to play for for oh, Ireland yeah. and one two others. But um, he was like a little spoiled brat. He was dreadful. But anyway, <laughs> not, a dre- was, not a dreadful player. But you sounded like yeah. right. Oh, he was dreadful. Yeah, but no, this is the thing, right? <laughs> so, so they had this guy called Steve Bleasdale who was completely out of depth as a manager. Yeah. Right? I shouldn't have been managing. And then Rackerson came in to give them all a bit of confidence. But of course, Steve Bleasdale felt himself massively undermined, right? <laughs> Steve Bleasdale was a real sort of like scream at everyone manager, yeah? Mm. Oh, yeah. So you had him screaming at everyone on the training ground. <laughs> then you had Big Ron come in um, before uh, half-time and after the game trying to build confidence and create a bit of positive <laughs> energy. And then whenever he did that, Barry Fry would come in and go, and they'd have a massive go at them. But at one point, it, it was brilliant, this one episode. They got beaten narrowly, but they played well. I think it was the first game Ron was there. And they, they narrowly lost out because they were a poor side. Uh, but it was a big improvement. And the Ron Axel after the game was like, well done, unlucky, you know, well done. You know, keep, keep your conference going, see you on Monday, you know. And then Barry Fry just comes and goes, well, you're all only playing for me because you can't play for someone else. No one, <laughs> no one else will have you. Pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> he's absolutely undone all the hard work. I think Ron's uh, only here because he's making money out yeah, of this. Yeah, and it was amazing because there was, was no, just quickly, there was another bit where Ron Axel used his contacts to get, um, I think it was Stefan Moore on loan from Aston Villa right. to play at Peterborough um, and he wanted to get Stefan Moore in he would have been a bit of class in yeah. that level at the time yeah Steve Bleasdale uh, blocked it, vetoed it because he saw he saw a guy playing. He saw a guy playing in front of the Conference North that he wants to take a chance on. Oh, Absolute wow. donkey, unbelievable! <laughs> anything. That's superb, isn't it? Big Big Rob was fuming. It was, <laughs> it was a brilliant program. That reminds me of uh, Big Trevor he used to manage Leatherhead. All the listeners or, or those who have listened for a while won't know, but he would just sit you down at half time and go, "Your shit, 
you're shit, you're even shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is, that's low, isn't it? Being yeah. the one who's even shit <laughs> in that conversation. Was that ever you, Marcus? No, I never played with Leatherhead first. Okay. I only got uh, first. Like, the so university. by definition, you were shit, shitter than the guy who was even shitter. Yeah. Well, we ne- we'll never know, Jim. It was politics. Yeah. We'll never right. know. It was politics, wasn't it? It was yeah. a load <laughs> of politics. Yeah. But, like, can we go back to Sunderland and Should Bradford's we? clear tactics to just aim for John O'Shea and it will bounce in off of him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that was the, that Jesus was Hallie. Geezer trying to claim that, didn't he? That was going miles wide. <laughs> well, they used that tactic early on to get themselves in front, and they thought, oh, lovely. All right, let's just yeah. sit on this for a bit. <laughs> um, Boyer, we've got to read out Boyer's um, quote when uh, he was being interviewed as to... Can you do it in a whingy voice? I can't. Uh, I thought you were going to say Uruguayan accent, and I thought mm. that it could be in all sorts of trouble there. Um, it's never stopped you before. It's, uh... Oh, or no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said, the problem is you, the media, not me, after his team's just been beat 2-0. Yeah. Um, By League One Bradford. I, I would say the goals had more to do with it, to be honest, mate. Well, I, he said, if you write what I say, then the fans would be on my side. No, I, I can understand <laughs> that. Maybe he's asking them to change the scoreline. Yeah, just, exactly. like, pretend they won. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that to a point if it was over a particular issue or something but I'm guessing the fans are a little bit annoyed because of results I don't think Poyer has that rougher ride he's, you know, yeah. maybe he's a minister of information the like problem is he the needs North to, Koreans or something yeah, he needs to take a look well, at himself and realise that if he continues to make excuses over and over again Steve Bruce used to be a bit like this mm. uh, he's not so bad now Chris Coleman used to do it as well you, you're always going to get the media's back up because you're never going to take responsibility well, you mentioned all, uh, all Sunderland managers yeah, uh, well Bruce anyway <laughs> you, you mentioned North Korea this is quite a North Korean um, type of uh, I don't know tactic he would want to impose he said if we could clothe Sunderland clothes <laughs> rather not clothe uh, if we put a child of, I like this lasses out on the street blowing freezing that would be a point if we could put a China wall around the city, it would be fantastic. I think obviously means a great wall of China. Or a China whites in the city, maybe. I like a China wall, like it's a nice... Because uh, yeah. that's what they call it, a China wall, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's what we all know it as, the China wall. It's a second language. <laughs> yeah, but I think he means the Berlin Wall. I'm pretty sure the Great Wall of China isn't like hemming them in. I like the way that True. in this analogy, the, the press and the media are playing the role of the marauding hordes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've got to be kept out. Yeah. Well, oh dear, I did. Just win a game, Gus. I know. <laughs> but uh, to be perfectly honest with you, um, Blackpool, uh, Blackburn 4, Stoke 1 is, is, is right up there as well. Mm. Yeah, although um, Stoke had a man sent off, didn't they? They did, um, but it's still, that was overshadowed. To get you know it's a good weekend for FA Cup football and a result like that yeah. is overshadowed. Uh, Josh King with a hat-trick, he only yeah. scored once this season, uh, previously. Yeah, season. I was absolutely stunned to see how bad Josh King's scoring record is. Yeah. Mm. And one, isn't he Norwegian? Yeah, Norwegian it, international. Yeah, Norwegian he? international. Mm. Um, I don't know why that surprised me, but just his name didn't sort of belie Josh it. King isn't typically <laughs> Norwegian <laughs> from yeah. what we learned. I don't know what Josh is short for, but yeah, <laughs> I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and Josh Berg. He's like a, for, he's like a forward <laughs> slash winger, but I think he's got like three league goals this entire Blackburn career. <laughs> and he's played over 50 games. <laughs> so I don't think he was a prime candidate for a hat-trick. I'm the Exactly. <laughs> Maybe he, um, maybe he was, as the tabloids would say, he was up for the cup. He was, perhaps. Every, every, <laughs> every time the cup comes around. It's worth mentioning that Blackburn went a goal behind in that game, and, and actually, obviously, Bradford went behind against Chelsea, didn't they, as well? Mm. Went 2-0 um, down. And, and so, and so, generally, when you see these sort of uh, upsets, traditionally, you see, like, the, 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 the underdog will score first and have a bit of a back-to-the-wall type job. Like Middlesbrough against Manchester City. Indeed, but this, is not, this has not been the case at all with these mm. two results. It was, I thought it was a bit harsh decision, perhaps, with Jeff Cameron being sent off. I don't there. know, I thought it Probably wasn't sending off. If you look at the laws of the game, denying an obvious goal scoring opportunity, then it wasn't. It was a sending off. I mean, if you're going to go in like that, 
It, it depends I'm not you've... sure if, even if it was a foul. Yeah, but that's a different point. If you, if you think it wasn't a foul, then fair enough. Yeah. If, if, oh, no, if it's a foul, it's yeah, given. Yeah. He's, got, he's got to go. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. the referee obviously thought it was a foul. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess that Blackburn just... Oh, sorry, Stoke would just prefer to have had Kevin Friend because he wouldn't say anything wrong with that. You were like, play on. Play on, everyone. You disallowed that at-trick. Context for it, Advantage. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I just why love can't that. we have Kevin Friend? <laughs> <laughs> I just lo- that's a dangerous thing to wish for, though, isn't it? Let's be honest. I, I love that image of um, the Craig Conway, the Blackburn player, just streaked in blood after the game. They really mm. dug in and just fought for that so hard. Mm. Blood and thunder. Do you know that? Um, actually, speaking of Kevin Friend again, when I said I thought he was a terrible ref at the weekend. Um, having, having a pop in the sidelines, wasn't I? <laughs> yeah. A load of people popped up saying Friend's got a history with Sunderland. Apparently, someone I don't know if this is true, but someone said that he's denied. Six clear penalties for Sunderland in the games yeah. he's made. Moan about that, boy, eh? At least start with him. <laughs> <laughs> my missus ran off with my brother. Where, where is she? Sunderland. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Ashton Villa beat Leicester City 2-1. They got by with a little help from I Timmy Sherwood. The Sherwood on Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. He's the new head villain. How many yeah. times was Sherwood shown on camera in that uh, game? More than the game. 150. That's why, that's why they chose it, I reckon. A little bit of inside knowledge. Well, it was. I, it was that kind of just really brash, kind of wanky new money Premier League. Ugh. Yeah, it was, wasn't yeah. it? I, I've, got an, I've got a sneaking <laughs> suspicion that, that Sherwood took that job because Aston Villa sounds like it's a tube station somewhere. Yeah. And he thought, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, th- I think that's in London. I think yeah. that's what I'm I was going to say Yeah, Because yeah. we got a few tweets, people saying, oh, the Rambles got, the Rambles got it wrong. Because do, it in, do it in the voice. <laughs> the Ramblers, they got it wrong. They can like, always think in future. Because they said, hey, even though he take a London job, and now he's taking the dummy. <laughs> uh, but I think that Tim Sherwood yeah. does think it's in London. I think he thinks it's in about Zone 6 or something, mm. and uh, that's yeah. why he can commute. Watford's on D, so I mean, that's yeah. exactly. a million miles. It's not I mean, D anymore. They changed it. It's oh. Zone Nine now. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there's no letters in the zones anymore. I can't imagine how expensive Grand that travel Dad. card is. Know <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Now> your zones. <laughs> Bit of zonal marking. I'm actually quite good at it. Shea Given made the save of the season in that game. That was what absolutely fantastic. One handed. He said that Sherwood was very positive when he came into the dressing room at half time. Come on, guys. Yeah, of course. Come yeah. on, Cher, do an amazing save. <laughs> that was a great Come save. Come on, guys. If you win this <laughs> cup, I might get a better job. <laughs> it was like that one uh, that he did against Zidane in the uh, in the France Island match. Mm. I don't remember that one. I, top, top I, left, yeah, clawed it out. Given's always been good at that stuff, but there's always been a sort of uh, a question mark. The reason he's never been at a truly big club and cemented a position there yeah. is there's always been a question mark about how he commands his area and stuff, and how he um, how he dominates the, mm. the penalty area and that sort of thing. But in terms of in terms of shot stopping, he's up there with the very best I've seen. Yeah, for no, sure. Um, Schwartz didn't exactly cover himself in no, glory for Scott no. Sinclair's goal, did he? He looked Ooh. every second of his 42 years <laughs> yeah. in that, in yeah, that one moment. It's a shame. It is. I think he's been a great servant to the but game. Really, he's a great player. That should have gone down as an own goal though it did, it should yeah. Have done. yeah it should have done Absol- yeah. I mean he's he's fumbled it and then slapped it into his own yeah, net he certainly he has to go down as an own goal he stopped the ball from going but in the, the, yeah. th- and th- then he's put it in yeah, yeah but I think the reason I think the right, I'm right in saying because you know when they changed the law to say that when the goalkeeper kicks the ball out it leaves his hand it's a one movement I mm. think in the act of making a save that counts as a right, one okay. movement so I think that's what, what it was let Sinclair yeah. have it but I've got a, I've for got, him though, do it? you want a Tim Sherrod prediction please go on I genuinely have done a crunch some numbers I think he'll be gone by the 30th of November Oh, I love that! Wow, wow. I love that. Got a day. And, okay, so Luke and got it wrong. I absolutely. Yeah. So let's qualify this. Is this him deciding to change jobs or getting sacked? No, he just says gone. Uh, I think he left. I think he'll be no longer be the manager of Aston Villa Football Club. 
in the Barclays Premier League mm. on the thir- by the 30th of November. And, and, 2015. No, 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 don't stress this year, year. This year, yeah, this can, year. Can we see some working out? Because otherwise you're just, you know, uh, you're riding high on it. You, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> a magician never reveals his secrets, yeah. as you well know, Donaldson. Yeah. Well, that's just saying anything. I'll just say, all right, well, you yeah, know. It's predictions are my thing, so get your own thing. At the end of next season, the manager of Manchester United will be a leopard. Yeah. <laughs> write it down. Right, write it down. Yeah, let, get it see, down. Let's see who's right done. first. I'll, 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 I'll be feeling, dead by then. I've got a feeling that one won't be scrutinised uh, as much. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag United Leopard. Yeah. <laughs> what, if it, what if a cheater became the manager? Oh, would you be a bit yeah, pissed, off? Be pissed off? Yeah. 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 You'd feel a bit... You would. Cheated, genius. wouldn't you? Yeah. Seriously, um, though, just to bookend that, 30th November. <laughs> uh, but what about... I can't be um, asked to wear that long. What about the tackle from uh, Kieran Clark? They talked about the importance of that tackle on Match of the Day, saying that would fire them all oh, up. Oh, yeah, Phil Neville likes that. Yeah. Doesn't he? <laughs> but really, if you watch that again, he should have been sent off. It's a red card. Yeah. 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 It's absolutely outrageous. <laughs> Listen, I, I think it's right in saying that we, that we should say that you know we don't want to come across as people who don't like the traditional values of the game and stuff like that, but... In the laws of the game that were drawn <laughs> up by the people who who, who standardise and and, and the make guardians the rules, of the game, yeah, the guys of the game, that is literally a red card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing you can do about <laughs> it. Whether we agree with it or not, it's not the point. It's yeah. a red card offence. Yeah, if you watch it, that again, he boots him out, and it doesn't matter anymore. Or he's won the ball. No, he's followed through. Yeah, but uh, look, the, even if you take it in the spirit that it's been intended from from Villa, where everyone's saying, "Oh, they were really rolled up by that challenge, and it really set the tone." It shows you how bad things had got. That the idea of a tackle is like a revelation. Yeah, <laughs> he hit him so hard he could have broken his soul. And and the, the argument being that the that players are so athletic these days, so fast, so strong. I mean, they were having a similar debate in, in rugby with the concussions and stuff like that. The players are becoming bigger and bigger and stronger mm. and stronger. Their bone density is the same. They can't handle those types of big impacts, and that's surely part of the reason why they have different laws in the game for football now. Because mm. players move so fast and they're so strong, you can get serious injuries whether the ball's involved not, or not, not. In that fucking match, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> They yeah, probably it, weren't expecting that. But it, it is, is it, isn't it? With, with, with those types of tackles, yes, we don't like it when people play act. That's a different conversation. And yes, it is a, a semi-contact sport. So there's got to be a bit of contact there. But if you want the game to be fast, if you want it to be played uh, on the edge, if you like, as good as it can be, then players, you know, you look at the diets, you look at the way everybody does it, and the rules have to kind of go along with that a little bit. You can't have yeah. some of the, the challenges that we saw. From I, the I, just look at, I just look at the pile of state the international game in this country is in. And then you look at the attitudes, prevailing attitudes amongst ex-pro pundits in this country. They hate things like no look passes and trendy things <laughs> and fashionable, skillful things, which are what people pay to go and see. Mm. But show a tackle at 100 miles mm. out that could have broken both of someone's legs and they fucking lose their shit. Yeah. And we'll get a man sent off in a World Cup game. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And they, <laughs> can, barely, and they can barely hide the erections under their desks. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's all wrong. They've got the whole priorities wrong. <laughs> um, uh, indeed. Bakuna with a nice one. Yeah. Bakuna Matata. There you go. Yeah. It means no worries for the rest of the game. Yeah. <laughs> for the rest of Tim Sherwood's tenure. Mm. Um, that was a nice guy. He showed him, showed him on the inside and he just, he just said, well, if you're going to show him on the inside, pal, this is what I'm going to do for you. Mm. And, then, <laughs> and like they an marched on. Agent. They marched you won't like on. me when I'm on the inside. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. That's right, Jim. <laughs> that is absolutely right. Uh, Derby lost... Uh, oh. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sorry, just quickly. Nice to see Scott Sinclair get a goal. Yeah, yes. we've already, <laughs> literally already said that. I will to say it again. It was an own goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it was nice to see him get a Force an own goal. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to see him, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Derby lost uh, 2-1 to Reading. Yakubu! Oh, no! Coming off the bench. 32-year-old Yakubu. Is Kevin Kilban openly mocked on Match of the Day too. <laughs> yeah, he did. Did you know he broke his nose last week in his debut for Reading? Did no, he? Doesn't matter. Did. No, clearly not. He, um, it, was a te- it was a textbook Yakubu finish as well. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he, yeah. Eye the tiger. Mm. Feed the yak. Um, like so such a heavy-legged run, even though he's recently on as yeah. a sub. But he's still got that acceleration, though. Yeah. I think I think I saw his... <clears throat> if it wasn't his debut, it was certainly one of his first games at Fratton Park when he first came to Portsmouth. And I remember thinking, that guy is the fastest player I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe how quick he was. Um, <laughs> Not anymore. Steve McLaren <laughs> uh, said that... Yakuba, when he joined Middlesbrough, told him this was 10 years ago that he was 25. Yeah, right. But now obviously he's 32. Right. But Yakubu did say, I was desperate to go and I told our manager I wanted to go on. Derby manager Steve McLaren pulled me back on the touchline and joked with me, telling, Don't do it, don't go on and score. But I did it. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. Uh, I do Yakubu like doesn't that, care for jokes. Is that legitimately one of McLaren's tactics? Yeah. <laughs> Asking the players on the other team to not score goals. Hope, hope you that you have a personal doing a relationship right? with all of the opposition. Don't ask, don't get, mate. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was lovely to see uh, Robson Kanu and Yakubu on the score sheet. I know you've got Robson there, but just to see Kanu in yeah. some capacity. In I mean, it's in, in the week that Jonathan Wood gets scored a goal as well. I mean, it's oh, just, oh just beautiful. God. Well, Dar- I'm loving um, it. Darren Bent among the goals as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, he's right. Vintage. He's done okay for Derby. Very retro's big as it has been for about the past ten years. Stephen Warnock was getting sent off. Yeah, terrible challenge that as well. A man has anyone had a sort of bigger decline in form in such a short amount of time as Steve Warnock he was being mentioned as like so- a solid fullback for England well, yeah, he, he, he went to the 2010 World Cup did he not impossible uh, I no, think did, he... did Ma- and also I'll tell you who else went to that Martin Kelly went to that as well I think Martin Kelly might have done strange yeah. Steve, Stephen Ireland had a goal disallowed uh, midweek did he? yeah he did lovely old job nice for him to get a mensch and guess, yeah. guess who's back back again and all those players we just mentioned that's right <laughs> and last week of course Carver and Newcastle snatched a point well Pardew gave I don't, I don't think point. we really need to go into that I, I yeah, don't know I think maybe we should revisit that <laughs> no it's but, uh, definitely an FA Cup stop diminishing the magic of the FA Cup guys yeah. okay well uh, okay we move on to the next game and I sort of I, I struggle to believe this as I'm saying it mm. but Crystal Palace won Liverpool 2 did mm. Crystal Palace go through because they went ahead yeah yeah, I don't. Is part is part you out of the FA Cup? Yeah, didn't want it this year. Clearly, yeah. no. Like, I mean, really again, hungry enough. It's yeah. stuff like this that it's stuff like this <laughs> Not that hungry devalues it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, Maria didn't want the title last season. He wants to do it on his own terms. That's this right. Year. That's right. Pards. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. I I may just be slow on the uptake at noticing this, but I hadn't noticed that um, Palace have cheerleaders before. Yeah, I'm sure oh, they've been around that, for a yeah, while. That's been there for a while. But I wonder is um is Pardew recruiting them in crystals himself? Maybe a few new faces in there. Crystals is not a Palace themed nightclub we found no. out no what yeah what's the deal I thought Mark Bright, Mark Bright would be <laughs> on the ones the, and twos what's the deuce <laughs> but no, no yeah. it's just it's just a just a general nightclub any any is it, confirmation is it that Pardew is at the bottom Palace? of it though yeah. That was both you at once. Uh, yeah. I we, either we, that. What did you say? Pete first. Is it part of... Uh, I'm the one who's more likely to go, Jim. Um, <laughs> is, it, is it built into Crystal Palace? Yeah, it's in the, it's in the side of the stadium. It's just like a, but it's just like a bar. Like Chelsea have well, got... that's all right. Well, yeah, Chelsea, still all right. Chelsea have got a club, a sort of <laughs> club under Stamford Bridge called Under the Bridge, and that's not Chelsea-themed. No. No, but so, uh, we've done gigs there. That's so Chelsea, isn't it? There is a nightclub under the pitch. That's, that's a nice name, Under the Bridge, to, though, isn't it? It's that's under how I'm the, choosing to interpret that. Yeah, no, it's under the... Um, 
what was it called? This is the old shed end, I think. Right, right. Yeah. the Spackman entrance, yeah. which is one of the entrances at, yeah. uh, at Chelsea. My uh, my question was: Do we have any confirmation that Alan Partridge, uh, Alan Partridge, <laughs> Alan Partridge is or isn't involved in the day to day running of Crystal? <laughs> no, I still still assume he is. I'm still up for God. If it's better than the stadium, that's good enough for me. Yeah, I'll go. We should all go. Live. I've got f- I've got a free evening this Saturday. You fancy it? <laughs> Anyone? Yeah, yeah, why not? Let's do our next Let's do our next live show there. <laughs> you're, you're not a Saturday night friend for me, though. What do you mean? I, I prefer to see you at the midweek. Uh, well, he's I a Saturday midweek. night friend to all of us, depending yeah. on how drunk he is and <laughs> how much true. battery his phone has. I met, I met one of Marcus's friends, uh, it was called Dave Clifton. Yeah, incredibly. Oh, wow. Yeah. Incredible. Clifton Not... suspension quiz. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, Liverpool went through, and they did a pretty good job on Palace, actually. They got themselves in front and yeah. then took the sting out of the game. What do we think of Moreno joining Storage for the dance? Oh, embarrassing, wasn't it? It <laughs> clearly <laughs> wasn't up for it. It clearly hadn't rehearsed it. <laughs> no, I, I think... think they had rehearsed it. I just think he was bad at it. I think that should be the end of the dance. You reckon? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I think you, might, you might be throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Well, I, I just think that Sturridge, <laughs> or he should reserve, he shouldn't do it for a long time now. And then when he gets a really important goal, and then it, do it, yeah. important somebody goal was doing it in training as they're running along. I seem to recall. Oh, I can't right. remember which player it was. They've all been practicing it. Yeah, they all yeah. think they've got what it takes. They don't. No. Yeah. He's even done that in that subway advert. Yeah, it's, I saw it's that, a yeah. pandemic. Yeah, but now. you can't hate Sturridge, can you? He's, no, he's a likable chap, and he's a very good great player, player as well. Not a great actor in that subway ad, though. That's all right. I would like a six-inch subway with extra green peppers, please. At least he gets a line in ads. <laughs> yeah, that's a line. I had a line. I had a line. Jesus Christ! Did you if you were a fan of Green Day, <laughs> get back to Spotify. Get back on the radio. Oh, oh I've <laughs> Jim. The telly spots. I, think it's, I think this is the first time Jim's ever been riled up when I questioned his advert credentials. Mm. I can, I, I can do both if you're listening advert people <laughs> uh, lines and, and no lines uh, West Brom beat West Ham 4-0 oh Andy Carroll out for yeah. the rest of the season it's gutted Th- this isn't is it? one of those times where out for the season sounds kind of worse than it is though yeah, yeah. You, you just think to yourself oh my god when, when he's showing a bit of form you come back you think right mm. let's have you know a majority of a season out of Carroll I, th- I, think, it's, I think it's a situation with him where I mean we talked before in the past about how he doesn't take his, take his fitness that seriously as, as far as we've heard but I do think there's a certain element of that he's such a big man the impacts on when he's he's mm. jumping around he's marauding all over the pitch he's probably a, a good 15-16 stone he's tall he's got a lot of impact on his joints it's not a huge surprise that he's in you quite a lot <laughs> I mean, there are other players of similar stature if not yeah, but not, everyone, not everyone's body's got the same can last the same yeah. impact I mean he's clearly got a problem with it because it keeps coming up but I mean the, the hope for West Ham is that they, they missed him for a long part of the, the early season and <clears throat> Diafra Sacco and Eda Valencia proved very effective so you know maybe that will give them time to like re-establish themselves it yeah. was a poor performance by West Ham though really yeah, it was poor. really really lack what's Malfitano doing yeah oh, silly God. there's a lot of sinners off this weekend was there not yeah yeah strange but uh, Brown Day looks great under Pulis by the way yeah he's looking a whole new player that was a power header again Huh? Four, Four and, and three, three, I yeah. think it is. Yeah. He's having a good day. Morrison scored mm. a lovely mm. one, didn't he? It's, it's, there's a real interesting thing that happened with West Brom. Um, and again, it shows you the relationship that the rest of the team have with um, Sadio Berahino, which is that um, Sessignon was absolutely like just furious that Berahino hadn't passed it to him after Berahino had scored. <laughs> like, he scored, <laughs> and he still managed to annoy That's his Chris- strike partner. Cristiano Ronaldo-esque, that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, incredible. I also love, like, David Gold apologised to the fans on Twitter afterwards, but he signs off all of his tweets as DG, as yeah. if you wouldn't be able to work out who, who a tweet is, from yeah. the account David Gold was coming from. <laughs> that, that passing thing's funny. When I was a kid, um, a friend of mine played for a side at, I think they played at uh, Gosford Borough, who are doing well in the mm. Conference South at the moment, and mate of mine scored an amazing goal where he ran from um, his own half. Mm. Isn't it a cup for like a local cup final? Scored a beauty, chipped the keeper. Um, and uh, obviously, it was the best moment of his young football life, right? And it was on the, on someone filmed it on like a video cam, like a VHS video. And uh, after the game, he got around the match, they won the game, and everyone's applauding him. And no joke, 
uh, one of the t- one of the team's dads came up to him on camera and said, "It's a good job you scored that because my Jonathan was wide open." I <laughs> 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 told him off. Oh my god! <laughs> super brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> loving it. Allardyce getting uh, a little bit of stick from some of the fans. He blamed fatigue, fixture congestion, and other things for the. Well, I think they've, well. overall they're having a good season with that. Yeah, yeah I think it's a bit harsh to. to uh, yeah, that was a poor. Performance, but a, a team can have a poor performance. The problem that, is, though, it's such a poor performance, and obviously they're out of the cup now. Th- th- that can sometimes be the kind of performance that means your season falls away. They, they are starting to slip here and there. They are starting to drop points, whereas previously they were picking them up. So you, you've got to be aware of that potential slide when you're having when you're punching above your weight, basically, as West Ham are. Well, that's that's the problem with going on a run. Every, every um, supporter wants a big run for, mm. for your team, but then when you actually the run halts, it's kind of like, oh come on! If you'd won, if you'd done that twice, we would have won the league. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not going to win the league. Don't worry about it. It's, it's funny, isn't it? Because even if a team has a great season like West Ham are, oh, they're going to they're going to achieve um, more than the fans would have thought at the beginning of the season mm. considering they weren't far off relegation last you'd, season you'd still rather win the cup though wouldn't you you'd still probably rather get to a final if it's a difference between get, I mean West Ham are probably going to come about 7th or 8th right mm. would you rather come 7th or 8th or or would you rather come 13th and get to a cup didn't, final didn't David you know Gold, I mean yeah. it's difficult isn't didn't it didn't David Gold once try and buy the FA Cup did he yeah he, he tried <laughs> to buy <laughs> the actual trophy itself <laughs> do you remember that fee, do you remember that fee for um, that fee for representative was it uh, what's his name is it Nicholas Leos who said he would vote for England in the World <laughs> yeah. Cup 2018 oh that's right if the FA Cup was named after if him if they renamed the FA Cup after him <laughs> yeah <laughs> Right, we're going to leave that one there. <laughs> we'll get back we're, to you. Yeah, we're going to stick a pin in that. Yeah. So if you're if, right, if you're going to be a scumbag and accept bribes, leave no trace. Yeah. <laughs> like suddenly, it, the FA Cup's named after a FIFA delegate. How did that happen? It just shows well, you the, if they love me. If they, they actually, actually you if, voted for them, didn't you? Yeah. If they actually got the World Cup, yeah. that would be a different thing. One vote. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It, it makes no sense. Or if his, if his initials were FA, <laughs> yeah. everyone's just, happy. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> happy. Yeah. I just like yeah, yeah. We're definitely calling it inside the office. Yeah, we're definitely <laughs> calling it that. So you're yeah, telling yeah. me if Festino Aspria becomes a FIFA delegate, then we're on. I'm just saying everyone's happy. Yeah, the FA Cup would just have a big bum on the back. Genuinely. Shows you the arrogance, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Shows you the arrogance of the, the people that you're dealing with in those situations. Yeah, amazing. The level of delusion. One yeah. of the oldest cup gods. No, the well. oldest. The oldest. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, it's still one of the oldest. Indeed. <laughs> I just went one leading the oldest cup. Yeah. Goodness me, Marcus Speller. <laughs> Semantics with Marcus. Indeed. Arsenal, they beat Middlesbrough. Yeah. I mean, 2 0. They beat them. It wasn't yeah. a bad performance by It was a very professional performance. Giroud. Really. Yeah, it's oh, a lovely, uh, lovely team goal for the first one and, and a lovely um, sexy finish for the second one. It's, it's, it's so good to have Giroud back from injury. Um, he's made a real, real difference. And, uh, the second goal was a real um, example of just a... Yeah, with the concentration at the top level, like they were, Middlesbrough were sort of napping a bit, and Giroud mm. nipped in there and, and scored because mm. no one picked him up at all. Yeah. I thought that um, what's his name, the new defender, is it Paulista? Yeah, Gabriel. Gabriel yeah, he played. He played uh, quite well. He didn't mm. play as well as a lot of people were saying, but I thought he did okay. Well, I think but it, uh, that's good on your debut, isn't it? It's a good time to give him a debut. Um, he still were... doesn't speak English, so right, you know, okay. it's going to be a good kind of. It. I always wonder about that. How teams get around that, especially for players who've been mm. drafted in at quite short well, notice. They'll, but they'll have a player like Casola who can speak. Oh yeah, well. they'll have a lot of Spanish speakers on yeah. the pitch but during the game that doesn't depending on where you are that doesn't necessarily mean anything does it um, I suppose you just got to learn <clears throat> like four or five key phrases straight away yeah mm. what's that sorry Portuguese it'll be yeah well, yeah of course but sorry. Um, just uh, being pedantic because yeah. I'm looking at the next but, week. Pedantic I was gonna, semantics I was, with I was Marcus Speller I was going to say about um, 
Gabriel that um is it Gabriel or Gabriel? I think it is pronounced um Gabriel like okay. the like the singer. Singer, yeah. Because uh, people were raving about how like he went through that player, that Minnesota player and um and got a booking for it. Yeah. And I was and everyone was like, Yeah, he's really getting involved with the English spirit. It's like that's what English football was about. <laughs> 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 and I was also thinking way, yeah. if we didn't get called so square on, he wouldn't about to take him out. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Good but, booking. But, Good book what? <laughs> was this the way that Giroud got um the sexiest um footballer award? They basically mm. took a lot of pictures of um, uh, um, English-based footballers um, to America and showed them to a lot of uh, girls and said he was the sexist and he won. Did he? Didn't he dedicate it to someone weird like his, like, I don't know, his mom, someone who plucks his, his, his eyebrows or tans him or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Very handsome man. Very handsome man. His snap can... up there as well. My, my fave. Okay. Mm. He's a handsome fellow as well. He looks mm. a bit like a robot. <laughs> Like with beautiful eyes, yeah, LED eyes. Yeah, I could see you and Jesus going out on the town. I could yeah. see Pete and a robot going out on the town when yeah. the technology eventually catches up. And the Shinjuku um, Japanese robot. Yeah, cafe. yeah, I can imagine you with a <laughs> Japanese Come robot on. wife in the near future. Come yeah. on, Jesus Novos, Nisa's <laughs> <laughs> uh, bot. Let's go down crystals. <laughs> uh, I am serious about crystals. I want to go. Preston and Manchester United not played yet. Time no. to record. It hasn't even kicked off. You no. forgot to mention that Woody Harrison was in attendance for us in the He looked bored. He looked really bored. I know where he lives. Because someone, someone I know um, has given him his house because he's gone to um, Los Angeles. So someone you got... know has given Woody Harrelson a house. Well, rented his house to Woody Harrelson. Right. So, uh, Sorry, we it's could... Marcus. He's so, making me really pedantic. So <laughs> after after Crystal's on Saturday, we could go to Woody Harrelson's house because I know where it is. <laughs> now, just now knock on the door. Yeah. That is the deal, bro. I'm in. Yeah. yeah. He lives next door to uh, leading. Um, leading uh, British uh, or philosopher. Okay. Luke Moore. No. No. Who's a leading British? There's only like two, isn't David there? David Brent. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan anyway. Rogers. Anyway, uh, it's a nice so neighbourhood. I heard so he, he lives in, in. He lives in London or LA. Sorry. He London. lives in London. I heard okay, he lived near Clapham Common because um, he. Don't tell me. No. He was seen. Um, Give a few his, that times. was back in the day when he was. That was before when he was doing his um, soccer That's six right. thing. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. He was there temporarily, quite mm. clearly, as most people are in London these days. Mm. Very hard to buy. Uh, let's go to the championship, uh, where Blackpool drew four all with Nottingham for seven goals in the last twenty-five mm. minutes. Incredible scenes. Sombalonga looks like he's out for for a year. That's a bad one. Really sad yeah. for him. Very that very gutting, yeah. isn't it? Mm. That's that's obviously huge for Forest, but what a time in your career to to have yeah, to miss an entire season as effectively as he's been scoring a lot of goals and whatnot. Uh, Doogie Freeman's got seven points from his first three matches yeah, in Chelsea. Well. I'm concerned that Lee Clark is actually turning into Steve Bruce. He's yeah. starting to sound exactly like him and look increasingly <laughs> like him. Slightly pudgy and depressed. It must no. be a frustrating job working at Blackpool, though, at the moment. Yeah, of course. God. Uh, uh, that did so well. What's that? Sorry. Blackpool, to get back in the game. Yeah, indeed. Uh, and they denied for us in the last, uh, in the dying seconds. Um, they're having a bad time. Poor old Blackpool with their silly owners. Oyston out. Yes, indeed. Uh, at the top of the championship, it's, it's fantastic. Five points. Um, sorry, three points separate fifth place Watford and, and Bournemouth in first place. It's the, to tell you what, because everyone thought, oh, you know, Derby, Middlesbrough, and Bournemouth are just pulling away, but mm. no, they've been dragged back in, yeah. just like Carlito. Sorry, boys. I love this from League Two. Mansfield won Northampton Town won. It was uh, John Joe O'Toole Day for, for Northampton. They yeah. created said day to celebrate their, their cult hero with, with fans wearing wigs. They all travelled to Mansfield, bands. dressed up like him. Yeah, set off after 36 minutes for violent <laughs> conduct. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so I mean, he's a proper, like, almost Robin Friday style old school. Football, yeah, right? I love the fact that the referee goes over to him and he's like, Well, it's my day, I can do what I want. He's not your testimonial. <laughs> so strange. I'm all for it, though. I think every every fixture from now on should have like a featured player. It's their day. 
Oh, they should have done that. What they should have done was like just had a when there was an opportunity for him to be sent off. All uh, everybody in the stand just runs onto the pitch, and you wouldn't be able to tell which one human shield, which one was him. (laughs) You'd be like, oh, which right? Would the real John Joe O'Toole say this? Step forward, step forward, and then nobody would do (laughs) it. They ask him really, really really personal questions about him. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. For the the only way that would work is is if the players donned the wigs and the headbands, so then he could stay on because clearly. If if they sent him off and, and everybody left, you just wait for the one who looked like him to. Oh, he's still on the pitch. Oh, right, right okay, off. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't you ever thought that through, Donaldson? Yeah, pedantic Marcus <laughs> at it again. Good. <laughs> did, oh, good. Did they do, Saves the day. Didn't they have a Dave Kitson day at Reading and he got really annoyed? Oh, because they were in ginger wigs. No, I don't think they had a Dave Kitson day. It was just that he and Steve Sildwell were there at the same same time. So people wore ginger wigs. So that's right. And he basically said, "Oh, you wouldn't do this if we were black." Yeah. No, we wouldn't. No. no. <laughs> no. Except if it was Steve Silver, your club. Steve, Steve Silver wasn't bothered, was he? No. He was alright about it, and Kitson got pissed he, off. He ah. took it like an adult human being. Possibly the worst player I've ever seen at Portsmouth, Dave Kitson. <laughs> and there's been a list wow. of as long as your arm. <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Tickle's of, arm. Yeah. At the top of League Two, the Shrews. Mm. They're there with Burton, both on 61 points, having good seasons. So, uh, so there we are. And uh, who's the manager of Burton? Yeah. Uh, Remind me. Big Jimmy Floyd. There you go. Ah, yeah. Of course it is. Course. Yeah, yeah. 61 points. That's a lot of points at this point of the season. Hell of a lot point, of points. Point, point. <laughs> mm. uh, stop pointing. League of Ireland. Hello. Roy Keane. He was spotted in the <laughs> it dugout. It was only ever going to be Roy Keane, wasn't it? <laughs> or Joe the goal. Yeah. No, that's... Uh, Northern the Ireland. Irish Premiership, ah, yeah, yeah, in, in Northern Ireland. Um, he uh, he was at a charity match with with I think it's pronounced Cobb Ramblers. Oh, it's, trademark! Is he trying to get at us? He's having a go. They're yeah. called Ramble Ramblers or something. Yeah, <laughs> is that not pronounced Cove? Is it Cove? Is possibly? It? Cove yeah, Ramblers. I'm not quite sure. Either way, way, let's not mm. forget that that Lucas called him out. Yeah. Yeah, on, on a strictly non-physical general <laughs> knowledge quiz, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a survival course involving guns. Just a quiz. Well, they, they, yeah, they were the side that he first played with um, exactly, in his yeah. football career. Yeah, so he was in the dugout for a charity match there. Nice to see him back there. Mm. That's, that's got to be It's a just nice to know it? where he is, isn't it? Mm. Nice to see it's him nice hanging to be out aware the... that he's not near you. Hang, <laughs> well, he's hanging out with the Ramblers. I see what I mean, Jimmy. Mm. Mm. It's edging nearer, isn't yeah. it? The conclusion <laughs> to this. He's heard about us. Keep your friends close. Bolt the door on the studio. Now, uh, <laughs> I think we'll be all right. To the league. Uh, Barcelona beat Levante 5-0. Messi mm. uh, on his 300th league. We, we've, we've gone without a record for a couple of weeks with he Messi, so he, yeah. he's put one in for us. I've been thinking, right? 300 league appearances in in, uh, in La Liga. And it's, it's equaled Ronaldo's uh, hat-trick record of yeah. 23. That's going to come around. Yeah, they've been trading that for a while, haven't mm. they? But I was thinking, surely Messi must have a record number of records. Could be. He's got, he's got a ridiculous amount. I don't know how mm. you find that out, but oh, it's, right. it's it's. But the thing it's, is, Messi it's over a, well over a hundred. Messi's always going to um, win out eventually with that Ronaldo thing, purely because he's younger for one, and two because he's m- far less likely to actually leave La Liga, whereas Ronaldo yeah, yeah. is probably going to leave, isn't it? At some point, he's not going to stay. He's not Real Madrid till he dies, is he? He's mm. not going to stay there forever. Maybe not. So Messi will probably. I think, given he's got mm-hmm. a year on him or so, and he's going to be there longer, I think eventually these re- records will be won out yeah. by Messi. They've um, levelled with um, Guardiola's record of wins on the bounce. 11 wins on the bounce. Brilliant. It's really impressive. Oh, Suarez's hat on my behead was a beauty. Oh, it was amazing. 11 it's... wins on the bounce. That's better than, than Pardew, is it not? Up there. <laughs> definitely up there. <laughs> Above there. Yeah. Um, I don't respect it as much, <laughs> but it's definitely up there. Yeah. Um, it's like obviously Barcelona have had their criticism this season, and, and Messi has had a bit of criticism as well, saying, "Oh, he's, you know, he's, he's, his stats are still good, but he's not maybe hitting heights." The last game Barcelona Barcelona won. One, some of the build-up play to one of the goals was just just the magic we've come to see, to expect from him, and he he is 
bang in form at the moment. It sounds almost silly to point out that Messi is in good form, mm. but he is really hitting the heights he's hit well, Ronaldo, at the best peaks of his career. I don't think Ronaldo scored in three games now. I think he's having a bit Isn't of a lull. Suspended? No, I think since he came back from suspension, I think he's played three and not scored. Right, I think oh, well, I'm right in saying. Sounds that. like he's having a lull, more like. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, but what, what's interesting as well is like obviously Suarez took a while to get going. I think he's really starting to find his feet now. But part of the reason for that has been the form of Pedro. You forget about Pedro, it's but he's been player. making it hard for him. When he came from nowhere that one season, yeah, and, and Guardiola just took a, took a gamble on him from the B side, yeah. Yeah. and he won. Didn't he win like five trophies in his well, first year? I or think, yeah, I, I think <laughs> they, they win yeah. six. <laughs> they, they won like five or six trophies in that year, and he scored in every competition they played right, in, yeah. which was a record, and I think probably still is. Mm. But yeah, uh, Pedro is certainly a player you can imagine leaving Barcelona because he's he's effectively only ever likely to be a bit part player. And uh, would you take him to Arsenal? Oh, absolutely! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, the, the the front three: Suarez, Neymar, and Messi scored. It's not just, bad, is it? When you look at that, that'll piss off. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's nice that they've found a way to accommodate everyone. True. I mean, Suarez it, came the off the bench, season; it was a bit yeah. like Argh. he's yeah. always going to take a little mm. bit of time. I think Neymar's already got more goals this season than he did last. I think we can all agree that Barcelona are back. Yeah, and they're good. Bully, yes. for, bully for Barca. Bully. <laughs> Bully for those bastards. Now, <laughs> uh, let's go to Bundesliga. Borussia Dortmund, they beat Mainz for two. They're out of the relegation zone. Back-to-back wins for only the second time this season. But the big news is Marco Royce has signed yeah. an extension to his contract. That seems to have boosted the entire club, doesn't it? Well, it will do. The yeah. big thing about that is he's. Uh, I think he didn't ask for a release clause either. Yeah. So people are saying it's not just a, a contract signing. That's, that's really good wow. to see. Yeah, yeah, it is. Didn't he say, like, Madrid, wouldn't he? It didn't say, uh, you know, respect to Goethe and Lewandowski for whatever they want to do, but I, I want to stay here, which is brilliant. He's passed at Aubameyang for that goal. Yeah. Mm. Just, did, you, did you see the first goal that Dortmund conceded, though? Oh, yeah. there's, there's still a touch of the QPR in that back line. Oh, don't get me wrong. Absolutely There's still the touch of, uh, we are going to have to score four goals. <laughs> <in this game>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, it was actually kind of similar to the goal City conceded last weekend. Where it was oh, a yeah, little bit hold. kind of silly in, in the box and it bounced around mm. a bit, but then it was just lobbed in from Marlowe. I can imagine, I can imagine like in a post-match interview with Royce, like when they found four like that and talking about that assist he made and stuff it's like you can imagine him going like pointing at the defenders going, I don't know what that lot are doing mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, sort of this end. I generally think that like the defenders when you see like a, a piece of a player like that you think are you seeing more footballers than we are like they, they, <laughs> like, they see like 120% of what we see yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. more players so they, what, they panic yeah they see like dead players that are playing <laughs> on the same pitch and stuff Ooh. <laughs> players of, of years gone by yeah mm. exactly <laughs> they see Paul Lambert Back at Borussia well, Dortmund. Tell you, we'll be mm, yeah. having flashbacks. Bloody Hamburg. Oh, oh my God, goodness. Yeah. Yeah, 8-0. They lost 8-0 to Bayern. Some they, absolute genius did this was... thing on uh, on FootyTube where in the section for Bayern Munich they put up a clip of that um, bit from The Simpsons where Homer's gone to clown college and he's gone to open a crusty burger but the hamburglers come along uh, to steal all the burgers Homer takes it seriously and just basically beats him up and there's a bit <laughs> where the kid, the, goes, yeah, the kid goes stop stop he's already dead <laughs> amazing absolutely the amazing the thing is Hamburg's defence this season hasn't been that bad till now there was oh, but their goalkeeper though <laughs> he, he, he was almost, like, it would have been nil-nil if he hadn't made a serious Series of absolute clangers. Jaroslav <laughs> Drobny, his name is. He had an absolute man. <laughs> there were three braces in that game. Yeah. <laughs> Robin's, in the, Robin's in the form of his career now. Robin's what a he's goal! Flying. He's absolutely. They beat flying. Hamburg nine-two two years ago. Mm. They love it. Mm. Mm. They come. Still though, this is the highest. This is the biggest defeat uh, in in Bundesliga history. Mm. So I mean, Hamburg. Well, Hamburg. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They, they surely would have thought like, well, this, you know, we've, we've reached our peak of shit against Bayern now. It's yeah. the Kevin Keegan no. effect. 
Yeah. What do you think? Like, oh. We used to play for him, and it's just a hangover from that. Absolutely. Through. I love that even you know Hammer. even his affectionate <laughs> nicknames go. Um, Keegan's yeah, he was in the seventies. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> it's Keegan, yeah, though, any, isn't it? Any fucking excuse. Yeah. <laughs> it's Keegan. Well, he also managed Newcastle United, and they beat Sheffield Wednesday once eight 0 yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Balance itself and out. Barcelona. But I love that his nickname <laughs> no, was, was Mighty Mouse. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's still diminishing in some way, isn't it? <laughs> it's meant to be positive, but True. you're basically a mouse, Kev. Some of the Bayern Munich fans had a dig at the Premier League and the new £5 billion uh, TV it rights deal. It's kind of obscene, isn't it? Well, they put up a banner which said, <laughs> I like this, this ain't no Premier League. The banner, <laughs> no to the English model. Unless that's a dig at Kate Moss, but I assume yeah. that's... Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the the the, the, um, the four year deal for the Bundesliga clubs um, when that finishes uh, in 2016 2017, the clubs will receive 617 million pounds, whereas the Premier League clubs will obviously receive just over five billion uh, between 2016 2019. Well, it's two years yeah. more, isn't it? So yeah, but even if use you use the correct stats, well, yes, but Dantic Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just reading the facts. But the fact <laughs> of the matter is that the Premier League gets loads of money, but really, it's not notably. Better in terms of a competition or uh, terms that of players keeper, though. Yeah. <laughs> but if you look, if you look at the different measures, if you look at the players it produces as a mm. nation, if you look at the the performance on the European level, uh, and you look at um, <clears throat> just the, the competition and, and how um, how competitive it is, it's not. No, I wouldn't say. Look, you could you could argue sort of little details, but it's not notably different to the Premier League, is that it? That Hertha Berlin match we went to see. No, you, Luke, yeah, Luke's right. But, but you could go and see fucking Villa Leicester if you want. Yeah. The same thing. But, that, but it's not. We're not curry first. But the, 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 um, <laughs> you can't drink and view the pitch in the Premier League. Think mm. about that. But the, but the, the money there is not solely on the quality. It's about the interest worldwide. There's yeah. far bigger interest worldwide at the mm. moment for the, for the no, but that, no, but that's not true because the, the, that, those rights you've listed there don't include how much they paid to go to sell them overseas. That's just for the UK domestic rights. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so there's, there's, there's still not, there's, market, though, isn't it? There's, like, still, there's still not been an auction for the international mm. rights of the Premier League yet. That's coming soon. Oh, right. And, so this be is, and that's where we get all our streams Lying. from, so yeah. it's fine. This isn't a time where a lot of staff at clubs in, in the Premier League are not being paid the, the living wage, which is outrageous. Do you know what it values a Premier League game at, that deal? I think I'm writing saying yeah, that. Yeah, right. I think it values the Premier League at a hundred thousand pounds a minute of action. That is, I think that, it's that, just on the insane, just on the ten million pounds a game. I think if you've got to buy um, footage for any Premier League match, I think it's about like for like archival reasons. I think it's about two grand a minute. Bloody it's a ridiculous amount of money mm. if you want to use it in a documentary or something. Do a podcast. Mm, <laughs> there we are. Far cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bayer Leverkusen uh, lost four five at home to Wolfsburg. That was a, that was a staggering game. There was, was a hat game trick of the weekend. There was a hat trick in a hall. Baz Dost football do to you. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> a hat trick in a hall in the one game. Mm. Son with three for, for Leverkusen and Dost with four. Yeah, they're eight points behind Bayern Wolfsburg. Dost is a fantastic finisher yeah. of, the, of the football. Absolutely, He's lovely. Still only twenty five as well. But there's a lot more to come from that young man. Lovely deft touches. Mm. Uh, Leverkusen's man. first was a bit of a glow as well um, because the. Um, <laughs> the um, the Wolfsburg goalkeeper he caught it it fell sort of you see this happen sometimes it fell through his arm around his <laughs> side and onto like bobbled onto the back of his legs and then as he realised that he, he caught it sort of in a weird way but the the, uh, the Leverkusen striker just sort of poked it out it was in his hands it <laughs> should like, never have stood sounds like the Harlem Globetrotters it was absolutely about ridiculous the last goal or the first goal no it was um, Leverkusen's first goal sorry yeah because yeah, the last goal um, Dost just got there before the yeah. keeper so that was very. Uh, it was touch and go, mm. but it was uh, yeah. Injury I love for his hat trick goal. It was um, it was very very near to the goal. It was in the six yard box, but he roofed it anyway. Yeah yeah yeah. Made sure. 
Dusty. Uh, should we go to Mexico? Dost, do you believe what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> a Ronaldinho update. Yeah? He's currently with Mexican side Querétaro. Sorry, um, just, I just thought of a sort of late doors joke. Did, how many goals did Bas Dost score? Four. Bas Cuatro. <laughs> Come on! Dos, tres, tres. <laughs> uh, He's not Spanish, but we're in Mexico now, so I thought I'd make, do it. Well, well done for waiting. <laughs> well done for waiting. I like Look, that. Just a note wow. for the future: yeah. you don't have to say everything that you think. It's got me this far. Yeah. It's got me this far. Jim, just imagine the things he doesn't say. <laughs> <laughs> I am here. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. What Ronald- a set of cunts! What? Oh, sorry, I come out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Ronaldinho. He's currently with Mexican side uh, Querétaro, and he looks like he's going to join Angolan outfit. Carbu score. That's Rivaldo's wow. team. Yes, yeah. or mm. old team. Yeah, this is old. Now, the, the, the same team, of course, that he had. Um, the club's president said in an interview, "You may ask why I picked Ronaldinho. I don't know. I don't know whether he's responding or he's saying." Right, and now you may ask. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not quite sure there, but, but he says... See, I don't know, it's, it's not that unusual, is it? It's a bit of a coup. If you get the option, you're going to take it. No, I, yeah, but it's just the wording of the... You may, you may ask why I picked Ronaldo. I want quality in my squad. That that man has... The, the club president has the most Japanese name, Bento Kangbama. Yeah, that's <laughs> strange, <laughs> Kangamba. isn't it? What does that mean in Japanese? Kangamba. Well, Bento's like a bento box, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a pat lunch. You don't know, do you? <laughs> I just told you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling to see how I can go any further, to be honest. Luke. Yeah. I'll, uh, <laughs> demonstration might be next. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love this, though. The fitness coach uh, for Ronaldinho's oh, current he's team. He's got a job on, hasn't he? Hasn't he just? <laughs> he earns his money. He said he doesn't do physical exercise. He's, he's a professional sportsman. That. He's got a lot of time off then. He's a professional sportsman. Yeah. Doesn't do physical exercise. He also plays a lot of chess. He also says, I can't force him to run because he doesn't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Does that mean, again, to go a bit, you know, pedantic speller, does that mean he doesn't like running or he doesn't like it when you force him to run? I think probably chasing him around with a cow If you have to force someone to run. Give me a reason to run. Yeah. There's a topless showgirl at the end of this pitch. Sounds like a love song. Give me a reason to run. There's certainly no let's drink, I'm full of money. True. He does spiritual exercises. What the fuck does that mean? Sorry, I've read that wrong. Oh, right. All right. Doesn't make it any less sensible. Um... He does special exercises right. with special players. Okay. I don't know what... <laughs> sinister again, what does he's, that th- he's 34 years old as well. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's not like he is Rivaldo, is it? Just like no. playing on till he's 40. Yeah. <laughs> In many ways, he's a new, he's a new Ryan Giggs. <laughs> you look at that and just think, why don't you just retire? Yeah. You clearly don't want to play. Yeah. <laughs> like with Rivaldo, at least he genuinely loved for the game and yeah. he really wanted to continue to, right. to work hard and play. Not with Ronaldinho. Oh my goodness. It's just... It's such a shame though because, I mean, look he's back at Ronaldinho's be best. Yeah. And he was, he was unquestionably the best player in the world at the mm-hmm. time. He really... He, he was so good for that Barcelona well, team. Well, do you know what? people? Bar- some Barcelona fans were saying that the one, if they can find a little criticism with Messi, is that with Ronaldinho, he would do stuff on the pitch and everyone would just go I've never seen anything like that yeah. before like the, the, the kind of the, the almost the, the mystery of, of some Jesus. of the things yeah. get yourself down to Fratton Park these things were on purpose yeah, right. but when he just could as <laughs> yeah. a dog on the pitch I've never seen <laughs> imagine that being in the, imagine being in a position where you you can have a criticism of Messi <laughs> no yeah. but I, that was that was what they were saying that they were, they were lauding it up and saying but you know the, the, the one thing that another player had over him if you like is, is that yeah. kind of way I think it sort of gives you almost sort of like a lost respect for Ronaldinho's um, endeavour and, and how hard he worked when he was on 
form. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. When he was on call, when he was, you know, said up to about the age of 27, yeah. 28, well, I was just, sort of just yeah. gave up. And he, well, sort he, sort of got, got, he sort of got bombed out of Barcelona when Guardiola came along, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Guardiola mm. said, we're not having this anymore. Yeah. You've got to get out of it. Same with Deco, wasn't it? That's yeah. right. Apparently they, those two in particular were really bad influence on Messi and obviously Guardiola saw the value in get, taking the Messi route. But <laughs> Ronaldinho just seemed to be able to score top corner screamers at will. Do you he did it all the time. Do you remember that guy who scored against Chelsea Enough. in the Champions League? Yeah, so just, yeah that was so good. So good. Outrageous. A step over toe punt on the edge of the box <laughs> at Stamford Bridge. Because, because, and that's and that taps into what you were just saying there with the, the Barcelona fans. The reason he was able to score that goal was because the Chelsea defenders, mm. even though he was only about 22, 23 yards out, the Chelsea defenders were reticent to go in on him because they didn't know what he was going to do. Mm. Yeah. So they end up giving him one or two yards rather than do what you would normally do against a forward, try and close him down mm. or try and tackle him. No, they, 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 sort of they did, get yeah, the they, piss taken out of them. Yeah, exactly. Because I thought, well, I don't want to be an animated gift by yeah, this but, time tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But even though with with that goal, normally someone would you know pull their leg back to shoot yeah. and, and you could oh he's about to shoot and then you've put your foot in the toe punt you just you couldn't stop it no. so the, the <laughs> real beauty of that is that the toe punt is that thing you're taught that is like a mortal sin you're never yeah. supposed to do that it goes really fast and really hard but don't do it don't I, do it I, and I you've got the, someone like Ronaldinho doing I get exactly the you of a lot of uh, English coaching even now to young kids is a lot about what you're not supposed to do <laughs> yeah <laughs> having fun yeah by the sounds of it uh, and now it's time for Pete's Mystery voice. Speaking game. of having fun, <laughs> <laughs> let's have no fun and yeah. play Pete's mystery voice game. So every single week, I give you the opportunity to hear a man or woman's voice, and you've got to guess who it is by their brogue, by their tone, by the things they're talking about. Uh, last week, uh, it was all in Arabic, so good luck with that one. It was actually a roller from the previous week, so whoever wins this one uh, wins a um, British Eurosport uh, player. No uh, way. Subscription for an entire year which they're getting added value out of this promotion so, right, they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, smell an invoice congratulations well a lot of people are going for um, when it came to uh, this particular player there's a man who sounds a little bit like him uh, who has a very similar name uh, but it's not him uh, so we you're about to say congratulations of... so someone's actually got it have they Someone has actually got it. A Good. few people have got it, actually. Uh, but I don't know why it took to the second week, for crying out loud. Uh, Brandon Cordy got it wrong. Sati Claire, Waleed, Khalib T.H., uh, Richard Ward. No, 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 naughty, naughty. Who's some gally? <laughs> no, it's not him, Waleed. Um, and uh, the person who it was was Ahmed Hassan. Ahmed Hassan. Ah. Ahmed Hassan. Uh, he managed to um, figure it out because uh, we can't speak the language, he says, but he could only make out him talking about a game with 80 million people on Saturday uh, before he stumbled on the interview itself talking about uh, Egypt obviously has 80 million people. Oh, Save it for your book, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, that's good. It's well played research. So, uh, well done. Uh, Tim Sherwood will be going. I do my research. <laughs> you don't like it when others do it. Carmen. No. no. Yeah. So, well done, guys. Well yeah. done, Dean. Well done. What's his name? Dean Hagazi. Well done, so, Dean Hagazi. Congratulations. Well done, chaps. Good for you. Chapesses, if... Uh, any ladies were in there. Mm. Uh, now it's time for your highlights of the week. Look, well, oh, whoa, steady. Hang on a minute, he's got next week's one. Stop jumping the yeah. blooming gun. I'm just Hot looking shot. at the clock. Yeah, it doesn't, well. you, it doesn't mean you can take his bit out. Stop, stop no. scrimping. Stop scrimping on, the, on Pete's game. Yeah. Stop editing on the hoof. <laughs> <laughs> stop being naughty. Stop it. Stop. Stop, stop. stop pointing stop at it, your Marcus. invisible clock Marcus, on your hand. stop it. Just More stop like it, an right? invisible I'm only doing this for you. But stop whatever. it. Just stop it. I've got it. all day, brother. Has Seriously. Marcus stopped it yet? Seriously, Marcus, get a fucking grip of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is this week's voice. Marcus, have you stopped? <laughs> Hello, I'm Pete's Misery Voice Man. Dress cool. Earring. Second point. Nice after shave. What is important? To smell nice. I think... Um, 
women's like uh, very very nice uh, perfumes right if you know who that is give me a, uh, an email please with your phone <laughs> or your I don't know whatever you use to email dickhead uh, voice at the footramble.com hmm uh, no, I don't think we're going to do highlights of the week now. Now it's I time for highlights of the week with Luke Moore. Yeah, <laughs> because we're, we're up against the clock here. Spellsy, <laughs> go on. Then. Have you finished yet? Don't mm. worry, I'll reduce them down because we're running out of time a little bit. That's fine. Um, Just go on. Um, highlights of the week: uh, <laughs> James Rattenbury Gale, and that is his real Amazing. name. Mm. Checked his Facebook profile. He uh, <laughs> said, uh, "Tim Sherwood on tactics. The tactics are we need to win. <laughs> Villa are in safe hands. Oh, they won though, didn't they? <laughs> November thirtieth. Yeah. Gary Rick says Palace going one." up against Liverpool which according to Pete technically means they should be in the pot for the quarterfinals get in there Uh, Keith Miller this is a good one watching the Blackburn game and loving their shirt sponsor on paper Zebra credit should be shit but the R in Zebra is the Zebra's head I am a big fan of that more animal heads (laughs) on football jersey sponsors please I missed that that's brilliant Mm. Gavin Magwood with Roy Hodgson saying punditry is not that difficult if you know a bit about football. Either proof that he never watches ITV or a withering attack on Andy Townsend. <laughs> or us, maybe. Who knows, yeah. Either way, we endorse it. Yeah. Um, the irony that on Valentine's Day, a day associated with love, I had to listen to Robbie Savage commentate on West Brom West Ham and it left me hating everything. <laughs> <laughs> He's everywhere, Savage. He just works for everyone. Uh, This is a good one from Twitter from Sir Thomas. He says, "Uh, Eating way too much cheese on Saturday night and having a very vivid dream about digging a well in Avram Grant's garden. Nice. I ended up with Uncle Avi showing me his three Shetland ponies. (laughs) Woke up in a fantastic mood. Mm. (laughs) Why why would it again? (laughs) I think I I should probably end it on that note. (laughs) Did I I say who the actual um, mystery voice player was? No. I did. Ahmed Hassan. Ahmed Hassan, sorry. Because everyone went for Hossam Hassan last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were a Hassan away. (laughs) 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 Sorry. There we go. Uh, That's there it for the highlights of the week. I'd oh. like to put a highlight of the week. Go in for them. It. Bordeaux fans covering themselves in paint. Did they? Why'd I they missed that? that. Check that out, seriously. Why did they do that? Check it out. Okay. Um, no, no, tell us. Uh, in celebration. <laughs> more than that. Okay, we'll get any more than that. They, tell us more. They, oh, it was in celebration. They, ha- they, they were prepared. They were wearing... Um, <laughs> They brought the paint into the stadium. <laughs> they did, yeah, but they it was it was coordinated. Um, right. They were wearing uh, like poncho thingies to yeah. protect themselves from the paint. Okay. Uh, and I think when they scored a goal, I think it was then they they let it all off, and it was a lovely rainbowy mist. All different colours. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. Cool. Good. Like blue oh, man group, like a Conacher advert. Yeah. All that. Before we go, I should also announce some more exciting news. Yes, um, we have got another Ramble Live event to announce. Oh my oh, yeah. god! The Football Ramble Live at the Bloomsbury Theatre, London. On Friday the 22nd of May at 7.30, tickets are £15, as usual. They go on sale from thebloomsbury.com, that's thebloomsbury.com, from 11am this Friday the 20th of February. For further details, you can head to thefootballramble.com, but the general gist is, get yourself onto the Bloomsbury Theatre website at 11am on Friday the 20th of February, and you can get yourself a ticket or two. When you told me about we're going to be doing a live shot, I genuinely Googled. You know, in a film when um, somebody shoots someone and there's like um, blood capsules in their chest, mm-hmm. go. Yeah, you should definitely do quite, that. Quite brilliant. pricey. Oh, is it? Get out of yeah. the budget. So get you get your tickets in, and <laughs> yeah, you may or may yeah. not see that. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Yeah. Friday, yeah. eleven o'clock. You say Friday, eleven o'clock. This Friday, twentieth of Feb. Get there early because they bloody well sell out. Mm. Mm. Um, okay, I think that's it, isn't it? If you want to get in touch, the uh, email is at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble, and of course, go to thefootballramble.com for wonderful articles by the great Kelly and uh, for the tickets, uh, ticket information for the Bloomsbury show. As Luke's just told well, don't, you, don't forget you can uh, buy for one ninety nine Ramble Live in Oslo from iTunes and thefootballramble.com. That's that's right. 
Kelzo runs the show. What's that? Right? Absolute like Radio has got Crystal. Uh, Absolute Radio this weekend has got Crystal Palace. Uh, Crystal Palace. Hello, Crystal. Crystal Palace. Can't even Crystal. bear to say their name. <laughs> Crystal <laughs> Palace. Pardew Palace. <laughs> Pardew Palace versus um, Arsenal's Arsenal. So there we go. Yeah, there you go. Exciting times. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Yes, mate. And it's bye from me too. Lovely. Mm.